0: Today on the show, I introduce you to my husband, Glenn Ledwell, and we discuss how he overcome a massive fear he had and how he realized that his passion was right in front of him for years before he even knew it. So please enjoy this inspiring story. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Now, today I have a very, very special guest. <laughs> I'm introducing you to my husband, Glenn. Hi. And our new addition to our family, Bella. Bella we picked up from the shelter um, a couple of weeks ago. Hello. And uh, she's our new addition, so we're, just, we're getting used to her and she's getting used to us. <laughs> yeah, um, very cute. Now, Glenn is probably the, actually is the most influential person in my life. Um, I receive more love and encouragement and fun and excitement and respect from this person than, any, than every other person in my life. Now, uh, the reason that uh, I wanted to introduce you to Glenn today is because he, he too has a very inspirational story. Um, and the theme of a lot of the videos that I'm doing this month is about finding and following your passion. Um, and with Glenn's story, his passion was in front of him for, for quite a few years before he realized. Um, so we're going to talk about that today and how we overcome an uh, absolutely paralysing fear of public speaking.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> so, um, and I know that you probably know a little bit about um, our story because we have been entrepreneurs pretty much since we, since we got together. Uh, which, And we've been married for 15 years this year, so we've mm-hmm. known each other for 17 years. But uh, your entrepreneurship started really early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: well, when I first uh, looked back, it was actually... I, started my, I don't know when you started your first business, if you've got a business, but uh, I started mine when I was 17, mm. actual real business. Um, I left school when I was 15 or 16, Nelly, and uh, about a year later, I was in the building industry, in the plumbing industry. It's very different in Australia to what is here in the US. Um, a lot of people just finish at year 10, the high school certificate they call that, and, and go into a trade or a career of some sort. Of course, I'm champing at the bit, got to get out there, make some money, start my entrepreneurial career. I probably didn't know what that meant back then. But actually, before that, when I look back, I had a couple of little businesses when I was at school, but the currency was different. When I was five or six years old, I had like a, let's, not a racket, let's call it a a business um, with marbles. I mean, I didn't care about money when I was five, you know, so I used to build these contraptions and kids would shoot marbles and, you know, be trying to win the big glasses. So I think that's actually where I started my entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, because um, when uh, when we first got together... Um, you had the direct mail house,
1: a direct marketing mail house. That's yes,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, you know was whatever. <laughs> with no clue,
1: yeah, with um, no clue.
0: But the first business that we owned together was the nightclub. It
1: was a nightclub, yeah. Which is, uh, and you know, that's a thing. Like talking about finding your passion. I mean, my passion, my absolute dying passion, is marketing. Um, I mean, I love, love, love the industry we're in with personal development because that is a passion as well. Um, but the bur- my burning passion—I didn't—I under- didn't really realise this till, really, a few years ago. we were mm-hmm. definitely in this business anyway. Um, that my absolute passion is marketing, and it's what I've always been good at and what I've always loved. But through all those businesses, I didn't realise—you know—when you're in small businesses, we had the mailhouse, and we had alcohol companies, and we had, you know, the nightclubs and promotional companies. I mean, everything was focused around marketing, but um, we were that caught up in the runnings of these small businesses. That I never realized. I just I didn't really love any of it. It was just like, you know, doing what you had to do to, to make the business work. Um, but of course, a few years ago, when I was able to just step out of it a little bit and go, well, I really love this. And I shifted from one day we'll make enough money and we'll just retire. That was always my mentality. And then there was a shift, I think it was a year or two into this business. And um, I just woke up one day and I just went, you know what? I can't imagine ever not doing this. Yeah. And I kind of analysed it, and I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I absolutely love, love, love this business. And uh, that's when I realised all these years, my strength and my passion and what I was good at was right there, but I wasn't able to recognise it.
0: I know, and that's the thing. Even looking back at the businesses that we had, especially like with the nightclub, um, it's a very volatile business. Um, And, you know, there's the flavour of the month or the flavour of the year. Uh, We actually owned the club for five Five years. years, And it was because of your... um, your ingenuity when it came to marketing yeah. um, that actually helped it to be popular for that entire five-year period. Yeah, and
1: you know what? I, I kind of knew that at the time. Like, I knew we were doing some cool things. I mean, everyone was around. Like, how do you keep these nights packed for mm. all this time? I mean, at the time, no one was filling their club every night. Or well, it wasn't every night, but, you know, every night they were open. And I kind of did, but I think, you know, you always think you're just kind of winging it. You're mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, just kind of keeping by the seat of your pants, but I guess I was aware, but again, like I said before, that business was so stressful, there were so many outside influences going on, I didn't really have time to even think that. It was just keep making some money. Like you said, it was very volatile. You know, the, the expenditure each month was so high, you could lose a ton as well as make a ton. So the focus was on that yep. and dealing with the stress rather than, hey, I think I'm good at this. Yep. You know?
0: Because that's the other thing too. I think, um, in a, especially in a small business, you know, like the, a lot of the businesses that we've run, you have to wear many different hats. Oh, God, yeah. And because of that, it takes yep. you to focus. So maybe uh, if, you're, if you have a business or you have a, a career that you're running at the moment, um, look at what it is in your career that you love to do. You know, out of all the hats that you wear, maybe there's one thing that sticks out for you. you know, and we're very fortunate now. I, you know, I honestly and truly believe that the success of my movies has a lot to do with your contribution because if people couldn't find us on the internet, you know, we yep. couldn't get that message out there. You know, and we're very lucky that we Incredibly both get blessed. to do what we feel. Yeah. We, lo- we are passionate about different things, but we're able to find that in this in this one and business. And you know what? It love.
1: wasn't like that in the beginning. I mean, uh, I'm sure any of you can relate, particularly if you're in, a, in this kind of online world or starting a business. Like, it certainly wasn't like that for the first... Well, like I said, I think it was two years before I really recognised this. The first year, what did we know? We knew nothing. Mm. And it was only really looking back and that realisation after you've done everything you can. I mean, how many hats were we wearing then? Mm. I was doing the marketing because I couldn't do anything else. Mm. I couldn't type. I knew nothing about computers. I couldn't, you know, edit videos. I couldn't, you know, like it was like, okay, well, I guess I can help with scripting. I've done written some ads before. You know, um, I've kind of know how to deal with people because I've done that before. So it was kind of like I just become into this the marketing relationship type person in the business but it wasn't because I went hey that's what I want to do mm. it's all I could do yeah you know so um, yeah like you said you've got to be you've got to keep your eyes open sometimes for that and go what am I really doing that I like here yeah and it's hard when you're doing everything you can't do that you know
0: exactly and even on our journey there's been so many different businesses but the experience and the lessons that we learned from each of these you know when not just to do yeah. with business running a business but you know, relationships with other people totally, and, yeah. um, you know, business partners, all that type of thing has all culminated. So now that we use this whole skill set, we picked up along the way uh, to this business now. Now, you, um, and I'm very proud of you because you have overcome <laughs> a massive fear that you had of public speaking.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, what I did, I actually made a decision, and uh, you guys would know this. We, we massively advocate and teach, you know, um, being authentic. We really believe in the industry you know, people should be a lot more authentic in all industries, actually. And um, so, and, I, and from my side of the business, I'm always telling people, you know, get out of your own way, take charge, you know, take action, you know, don't be a pussy about it. And here I am with this, I mean, burning, burning fear of, of not being able to speak in front of a crowd. So about a, a bit more than a year ago, I decided it was actually when we did our first event. Um, I'd never ever be, even been near a stage before and I said you know what I'm going I made a pact with myself for me to be authentic and for us to preach to be authentic I have to get over this fear so I made a pact I would never say no if anyone ever asked me like I would absolutely pack it if I had to get up on a stage in an event and be on a panel like mm-hmm. in a mastermind of 20 people standing up and talking I mean I'd be I'd be really really nervous like sick in the stomach so over the last year, I've done tiny little, made myself do little things. We actually spoke a few months ago at Awesomeness Fest together. Yeah. So it wasn't that scary, but I needed to drink about that much vodka before I went on stage. I was that nervous. Um, wasn't a big deal. But I've actually got a couple of events coming up very soon now, big events. So I'm like, what am I going to do here? So I, I heard of this guy. his name Michael Burnoff. Um, I don't know if people want to find out about him. Can they contact you? Or... Yeah,
0: just um, if you want to find out about Michael, who is an absolute legend, by yeah. the way, just send an email to uh, theinspirationshow at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, but this guy, he is, I think he was originally trained by Tandy Robbins. The guy is an absolute genius. He can cure from any phobia, like any phobia, and he basically helps people take everything to the next level. Um, I don't think he does belly any one-on-one stuff, but he does do some cool stuff. Anyway, so we went out. Just a few days ago, I'm um, out to Scottsdale and we spent a day and a half, or pro- really a full day probably, over a couple of days with him. And within half an hour, he just completely got rid of this phobia. Like it's kind of NLP stuff, but he doesn't like to call it NLP because he thinks, people think it's a bit, you know, woo woo, voodoo, voodoo or whatever. Um, but it was amazing, like through the process I could feel he was making me feel this feeling that come up to here, and he just completely got rid of it. Mm. I mean, I'm still blown away.
0: Um, But let's go back a little bit, because it wasn't, like, before you went to see Michael, the first thing you did is made the intention that you wanted to... I did, yeah. You made the intention. And the second thing you did was change your language.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. I stopped saying, I'm not a speaker, I'm really nervous, and I started saying, well, I'm a speaker, like, in a joke. Yeah, I'm a speaker. Um, I did change my language. I did change the intention. That's exactly right. Leading up to that, and I mean, talk about law of attraction, um, you know, we're talking... uh, two weeks away from when I've got to speak at at a fairly big event and a friend, a very good friend goes, oh, you know, and I said, yeah, I'm a bit nervous, but, you know, now that I'm a speaker and he said, well, I've I've got the guy Mm. and this guy, he is known of us and we've actually met apparently like a a year and a half ago, but we've never connected till right now. So it was like it was meant to come right now. This is when I needed it. This is when I put it out there. Um, So, yeah, so I went, so we went out and saw him, cured the fear and. Basically, here we are.
0: Okay, so what? Uh, what I'm really excited about is I'm going to be able to see Glenn speak. Um, <laughs> for the, it'll be for the second time, actually, at an awesome event called Underground.
1: Underground, yeah. In uh, it's in only in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 28th. Of of, uh,
1: no, no, first to third, I think it is. First, first, second, third and third, third of March. March, yeah.
0: Um, and uh, this is a, like a marketing event. So if you are an online marketer. I want to know how to, to become an online yeah. marketer, this is the event for you to go There's to. There's a couple
1: of events of the year um, that, that are an absolute must. It's Trafficking Aversion, which we were at a few months ago in Austin, and, and Underground. Underground's been going for eight years, and we've never been. There's always been some reason we haven't been, and to be honest, this is why... This was the big nervous. When we spoke at that little event in Awesomeness Fest in Hawaii, I met Yannick Silver, who runs this event. He'd go, oh, you've got to speak at Underground. I'm like, don't speak, da-da-da. <laughs> oh, it'll be cool, it'll be cool. Anyway, so this is re- this is what really made it real. Like, because as just, we're talking about the event, the caliber of people. I don't think there's an event the same as it with the high caliber of marketers yep. and people to network of this. So of course, that made me even more nervous. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting to the point, yeah, if you you want to come and uh, see me smash this fear, maybe get to meet us, which we'd love to meet you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in learning more about uh, uh, online marketing, it's definitely the go.
0: Yeah. So all you need to do is just click on the banner to the side there and it'll take you through to the website so you can find out more about the event and um, come and see Glenn speak live. And yeah. as you know, I, I only just got through my first big uh, speaking gig as well. So it's um, something, a challenge that we're facing together this year, which is fantastic. Cool. So thanks, honey, for being here. Pleasure. (laughs) Coming all this way for this interview. Nice to
1: meet you all. (laughs) I couldn't really say no, could I?
0: So uh, guys, please share this video and the information in it by clicking the Facebook and Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you enter your email in the box above there because we'll send you six pre-made my movies and we'll keep you up to date with all of the upcoming shows. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.